You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to talk a little Royals here. Royals got off to a strong start to the 2016 season. Started out 4-1. and one. Jeffrey Flanagan was there for each and every moment. He joins us now. Jeffrey, it was a good week for the Royals, but also a strange week. Uh, three off days in the first week of the season, two back-to-back, which you never see. Um, and I know how some of the Royals spent one of those off days at the Justin Bieber concert, and that's the big <laughs> question everybody wants to know is, were you at the Justin Bieber concert? I was not and will never be. Uh, I think they're all three slumping, too, miserably. So uh, the, the, the Bieber curse is, is upon them. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it, it sticks with you for a few days when you attend a Justin Bieber concert. It's hard to, it's hard to shake that bug. Well, it's uh, just, I mean, why are grown men going to a Justin Bieber concert? It's just uh, inexplainable. It does make you wonder a little bit. And then Bruce Springsteen was there the next night, but I didn't hear any reports right. of Royals and Bruce Springsteen. Right. I mean, the, the, the boss shows up the next night, and, and they're not there. So there's something <laughs> very wrong with this team. And uh, I've tried to get some explanation and just haven't, uh, haven't had any. Well, if you can live like Eric Hosmer and have a bunch of screaming girls uh, surrounding you after the show, I mean, he's kind of like Bieber himself these days in, in Kansas City. He really is. I mean, that that little video was something else. Uh, and uh, Alex Gordon telling me afterwards too that they purposely sent him out of the, of the concert first so he'd get mobbed and they could kind of sneak behind him and, and get to their car. So that was kind of funny. All right, well, that will be our highest proliferation of uh, Justin Bieber conversation on this podcast. Let's move on to the baseball. Uh, Edinson Volquez has been very sharp, uh, just two runs allowed over 11 and two-thirds innings through two starts, 15 strikeouts. He had 10 strikeouts on Sunday against the Twins, and that's, that's not his game, right, Jeff? He said he, he, if, if he's striking out people, something's wrong. Yeah, he, he keeps telling us that, and then he keeps striking out more and more people. Um, I mean, to be fair, he is a sinker ball pitcher, and he, he would prefer to get, you know, first pitch outs on his sinker. But, uh, you know, his changeup was so good yesterday um, that, that the Twins just didn't have an answer for it and uh, kept chasing it. And he was able to spot his fastball pretty well. And, uh, yeah, he definitely is off to a, a terrific start and uh, really a terrific win for them, too. I mean, I, you know, you just kind of get numb to the fact that they just don't ever quit and they just keep coming back and, back and beating teams like they did in the playoffs. And, did it 40 times last year during the regular season, and uh, they've done it twice already in the first week. Um, just they, they look pretty much out of it, uh, weren't hitting the ball at all, and then boom, they get two runs in the ninth, and then they just absolutely steal one in the tenth. So a uh, pretty good win, a pretty strong start. Yeah, Karen Score, of course, uh, scored the, the winning run in that game on a wild pitch. And as Ned Joe said, I mean, that, that right there is why he's on the roster. I love Gore's quote, uh, all I need is a trickle. Yeah, uh, that quote actually that quote actually had me thinking of Matt Harvey. All he needed was a trickle uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it just opened up but, uh, so many bad puns. Didn't it? Um, so, but yeah, I mean that ball hardly got past the catcher, and, but with his speed, you knew he was going to go. And I mean, uh, I wouldn't say it was close, but I mean, the, you know, maybe a perfect throw would have got him. But um, just uh, yeah, a great reason to have Aaron score on as the 25th man. He can just come in and win a game once a week like that, and uh, a lot of people were questioning why why Ned had him on the roster to begin with, and that's exactly why. So it's going to be interesting when Dyson comes off uh, in probably seven to ten days, what kind of roster move they make, because I think they've got got it in their head right now that Terrence Gore can be a difference maker in games, uh, much more than maybe 
you know, somebody else as a 25th man. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, another decision that was questioned uh, as pertains to the roster was the Ian Kennedy signing. And he goes out <laughs> in his Royals debut and throws six and two-thirds shutout innings. Looked really sharp. Yeah, he really was. And um, that's, you know, as Ned said, that's the guy we signed. And um, I, I don't think they expect that out of him every outing. But, uh, you know, he, he, he flooded the zone with strikes and, um uh, you know, it's great command of, uh, of his secondary pitches, and uh, uh, he said that was his best fastball command he's had uh, all you know throughout the spring and now. And so, just a, a great start for him. I, he was pretty pumped up pitching at the K for the first first time in a row as uniform, and you know, pitching for the defending champs. And um, just uh, he couldn't have written a, be- a better uh, start for him. Yeah, it's early, but that was such a, a strong sign. Uh, you know, here's a guy who struggled against American League teams traditionally in the past and, and of course, had his struggles in San Diego, even though he's pitching a, in a pitcher-friendly ballpark. What, what has he said about the adjustments uh, you know, he wanted to make going into this season? Well, I think, you know, to be fair, some of his numbers were probably a bit skewed. He was, he was pitching in front of maybe one of the worst defensive teams in baseball last year, and, yeah. and now he's moving to the best defensive team, and, and they made several great plays behind him, too, uh, during his debut, and I think his mindset is, is, you know, I don't have to necessarily strike everybody out. Just go out there. You know, the strikeout numbers were up just last year, probably because he felt he had to, you know, take matters into his own hands. With, with the Royals, you don't have to do that. Just, you know, put the ball in play, get get through five, get through six, and let the bullpen take over. So it is an adjustment for him, uh, but I'm sure he's digging it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what else we're digging is Mike Moustakis in the two-hole once again. Uh, he maintained that spot. Uh, over Alex Gordon uh, in spring training. What is it about Moose that works so well in that spot? Uh, Ned tried to explain it the other day. It's just that it makes it forces Moose to think big picture and, and do a lot of things at the plate that he wouldn't do if he was just in a run-producing role. Um, he gets up there, and, and he likes to do little things like move runners and, and hit and run and um, occasionally bunt, and it just brings out his whole game because he is a very good all-around baseball player. Uh, he's never going to be a guy who's going to hit 40 homers or, you know, drive in 140 or, or hit 350. But he does a lot of the things that, that this ball club uh, really covets, and, and that's just, you know, sacrificing yourself sometimes, getting the runner over, you know, you know, getting on base when you can, um, and, and be there for for the big guys to to, to drive in. So um, it just uh, it just worked. Uh, you know, they tried it last year and it worked terrifically, and um, you know they they talked at the, about this being a competition with him and Gordon uh, in spring training, but it really wasn't. I think uh, Moose hit there almost the entire spring, so uh, it was definitely his job to lose, and, and he did not lose it. Uh, I just want to check in with you on a couple injury updates. Uh, first of all, what's the latest on Gerard Dyson as he uh, gears up to return to the roster? He, he should be available um, sometime uh, maybe seven to ten days. He went out on his rehab on Saturday. Uh, played three innings Saturday. Uh, I think he upped that to six innings on Sunday. So, um, you know, he's, he's a veteran guy. I don't think it'll take a ton of ABs and reps to get him back, but um, I would suspect, you know, he'll probably go 10 days when they have to make that call. And Kyle Zimmer, we've mentioned him as a, a potential depth piece, you know, this season for the pitching staff, but he's been slowed by a shoulder issue. He's still in extended camp. Is that right? Yeah, he, that was kind of a surprise. I mean, the last time I saw him in spring, his velocity had dipped uh, several miles an hour, and he kind of attributed it to, to just kind of a normal fatigue at arm. 
and it turns out that it was maybe a little bit more than that, so they shut him down. Um, this was the week he's going to start throwing on the side again. Um, they're not overly concerned about his health. Uh, they were more concerned about his psyche, I guess, as it, how much this, would this damage his, him mentally, uh, having another little setback here. But uh, hopefully for him, hopefully for the Royals, uh, it doesn't take too long for him to get back thrown again. Uh, last thing, Jeffrey, uh, we haven't talked since the ring ceremony. Uh, Glass family certainly spared no expense on those babies. Those are, what, 20, about 23 grand each, is that right? Yeah, that's what they appraised for. They, they, they obviously didn't spend that much to buy them because they bought them right. in quantity. But uh, uh, nice little appraisal. Uh, and when you add it up, they gave out over 700 rings. Um, they were split up into A, B, and C. So, you know, the B and Cs weren't, you know, appraised as much. But I think the Bs were probably appraised somewhere around 14 grand, And maybe the, the Cs are a little bit under 10. But you add all that up, and you've got millions of dollars they spent, which is a, a great tribute to the glass ceremony. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll see if the Royals, uh, they push to win another ring in 2016. They're off to a strong start. We'll see how that continues. Jeffrey Flanagan is all over for Royals.com. I want to thank him for joining us, and thank you for tuning in. It's an MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.